Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Auf Wiedersehen! Hello Yodlers, we are the Matterhorn Yodlers, I am your host Jackie, we have... Jeefit! Disgruntled cast member, I mean Peter. (laughs) In today, this week's episode, we are going to be talking about the question I often get. I don't know about my fellow yodelers, but why don't you work for Disney anymore? And, uh... Do you want me to answer that right now? No, no. Oh, oh, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Just making sure. No, it's it's true. I mean, it's it's a question that comes up a lot, especially like when you have a a background that we do of like being huge Disney fans who have also worked at Disney at one point or another. Uh, that tends to come up usually in work settings where people are just like, "Why don't you work there anymore? Why did you leave?" And so, uh, you know, it's there. There's a it's, there's a lot that goes into answering that question, and I, and I think that's why we wanted to have this discussion here today, because it's, I think it's more than just one thing or another. It's a variety of different things as to uh, one why, why one might be staying with Disney and why one might leave. It is certainly a loaded question. Yes. And what we will be talking about today is our personal experiences um, and our thoughts. Now, everybody's experience and cast members um, that currently work for the company are completely different. And so this is just our point of view. This is not everybody's point of view. We do not speak for the company. I do. (laughs) I speak for all those who are disgruntled and unhappy with the company. (laughs) I, Jeefit, <laughs> am the spokesman of why I don't work at Disney. <laughs> the Jafar, the guy from Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Yeah, he's yeah, the, the bad he's guy. The, the bad guy at the <laughs> Aladdin ride. He, he's, he's the bad guy. Certainly, yes. Now, all three of us, uh, for those who are not aware, all three of us did work for the Disney World Company. Uh, We worked in parks and resorts. So, Jackie, where did you work? So everyone has a quick background. So I worked in the resort. So I started off in Caribbean Beach and Bell Service and as a greeter. And then I moved on to being a front desk agent at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And that was during my the Disney College program. What was your duration of being there? From what time? Like you, how long and what dates? So I was there, I worked for the company about eight or nine months. And I was there from August of 2015 until, I don't know, I think it was like May of 2016. Around that time. Right. And then J5th. So I worked from the company starting off as a CP or a college program intern in May of 2010. And I, I worked in attractions purely the whole entire time. Um, started at Mission Space, did that for six months. Uh, and then I went seasonal 
for about three months, and then I was part-time for three months, but they didn't want me at Epcot East or at Mission Space, and so I got picked up at the Haunted Mansion at uh, Magic Kingdom at Adventureland Liberty Square. So I got trained there for part-time, and I was going to school at, at the time, so I wasn't too much, like, I wasn't stressed, like, I need money, Disney, give me hours. Like, I was doing okay. Um, and then three months later, after that, I got picked up for full-time at the Haunted Mansion. And while I was there at the Haunted Mansion, I got trained at uh, ATT, which is also known, uh, which is known by the guest as um, Aladdin, Magic Carpet Rides, Tiki, room and Swiss Family Treehouse. And so that's in the, the Adventureland side of AdLib. Almost everything but Jungle Cruise. Everything but Jungle Cruise. Yes, and I was there for and three pirates. years. And pirates. And pirates. And pirates. Yeah, I was, I was there. Uh, I, I left the company May 2013. And then for me, I worked at the Hollywood Tower Hotel, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Uh, I, I worked there from, uh, it was August 20, uh, 2006 all the way to January 2007, just a semester uh, for the Disney College program. Uh, way back in the day when Hollywood Studios was called the MGM Studios. So. Back in my day. <laughs> That's right. Woo-hoo. We so, had that right about that movies. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that ride. Mm, yeah. Um, so we are going to be talking uh, um, what it's like uh, to be a cast member. Working for the Disney World, the perks, the not so perks, and then we'll get into the 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 details. So let's, yeah, let's let's talk about what was your draw uh, to become a cast member for Disney. I'll I'll go first. It was um, I had just gotten um, out of the military and. Um, I was at school and they had it on the whiteboard. Hey, Disney College Program Internship. And I was like, oh, yeah, Peter did that. That's pretty cool. And Peter had just come back home from South Africa. And so I was like, oh, we were both there. And I thought it would have been cool. Like, we should both apply. And then we could, like, go and do the college program. Um, I don't know what your thoughts were on me. Like, we should do it together. But you applied. And, you know, I went and... Um, that's that's what drew me. It was like, oh yeah, and plus, when you like are a kid and you are at home, you know it's fine. But when you're an adult and you move back home, and your parents still think you're kids, you know, there's a lot of like, I need to leave. I need to grow up. I need to be an adult. And so that's kind of why I was like, I need to, I need an escape. And so, sure. so uh, Disney World was my Mexico. I needed it. Cross. I needed it. You're backpacking through Europe. My backpacking through Europe. My, uh, I need to, uh, yeah, need to escape. My, I need to join the circus. <laughs> yeah, mine's pretty similar to that because, well, I always knew about the college program because Peter was the first one out of the three of us who did it. And so I always thought, like, in high school, I was like, oh, that's such the coolest thing. I want to do it. And I was actually planning on doing it 
right after like my first semester of college because at that point you had to be at least do a semester in college um but then life plans change and I decided to stay at school and do college and so I did college and then I it's my last semester I was graduating and I had no idea what I was gonna do in my life I was studying a hospitality major and so I was like I'll go apply for the college program and I got in and I did it to run from the world so yeah to Disney World yeah <laughs> All right. Well, for me, uh, I didn't have the luxury of having the knowledge of somebody else that had gone and worked for Disney before. In fact, I didn't even know the college program existed until my high school English teacher, she pulled me to the side one day and she was all like, hey, I got this in my emails of, you know, teacher stuff and it was this thing about the Disney College program uh, called Career Start. It wasn't CP, it was a CT. Um, and so, you know, I went down with my dad and went in for the interview. Had no idea what I was signing in for. It was like, okay, it looks like I'm going to go work for Disney, I guess. I don't know. I had no clear cut vision in my life. You know, I was a senior in high school and. You know, I knew eventually I was going to go serve a, a, a religious mission for my church, um, but there was still some time in between hand, and so I know the only thing that I was, you know, possibly considering was, okay, well, I guess I'll do some community college beforehand, and then this opportunity presented itself as, hey, you can do this instead and have a heck of a lot of fun. And uh, I went and got everything that I, my heart desired when it came to my college program experience. I got the job that I wanted. I got the roommate that I wanted. I, I you know, it was, it was pretty, I, I had a great program, that's for sure. And then, yeah, and I, yeah, had a lot of fun. Yeah, so let's talk about kind of like the pros of working for Disney. What are some of the benefits, the perk of why someone would want to work for Disney? Oh, you can go to the park whenever you want. Yeah. That's, that's just that's, nice. That's number one. That's, that's number definitely one. number one. You have access to the park as a cast member. There are some blockout days, but generally when there's a blockout day, you don't want to go to the park. Yeah, usually you're you're already working like long days and you're like no I'm good and um, yeah I and and if you really want to get there you know how to get there yep you know how to go do. from backstage on stage no one's gonna stop you um, yeah oh security's watching oh really security's watching all the doors okay they've got 70,000 guests in the park they're worried about and, cast members and and they know which cast members are working and which ones don't belong in that park. And yeah, no, it's very easy to get into the different theme parks on days you're not supposed to. But for the most part, most of the days you can't get into are days you don't want to be anywhere close to the no. park. No, so it's, <laughs> it's Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. It's just busy nonsense. Ugh. And most likely you're working those days yeah. anyway. Yeah. So it's not that, it's not that 
big of a deal when it comes to your blockouts. Um, you also get some discounts when it comes to merchandise and food. Yeah, it's like 20% off. So when you go out to eat, your tip's paid for because your cast member, they do an automatic 20% yeah. gratuity no matter how many people are there. And then that also leads to a negative aspect where, well, they know you're a cast member, they already got their tip, so they could treat you like garbage, and you have to take it. And yep. I've had those meals where it's like, I got one glass of water. Yeah. The whole entire time. It was at the Le Cellier, the, the, yeah. the cellar at Canada. I was so disappointed. It was my birthday, too, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's different. Yeah, I would say that's a con is when you're a cast member and another cast member finds out... That it, you are, you you get less service, a quality of service. Yeah, before they, 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 you would just tell them at the end, and they would have to do it, and then they could treat you differently, but then it, they came out with a rule like, you need to, if you want to use your coupons, you have to do it before, and I was like, well, that's garbage. Yeah. That works in their favor, not ours. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, th th there is definitely some some biasness against you as a cast member amongst other cast members when it comes to certain uh, qualities that normal guests get. Um, but I wouldn't say that was 100% of the time. I had some great um, waiters and service as a cast member. There are some um, cast members that go above and beyond and make it special for everyone. Yeah, well... Those are cast members that love their job. Yes. Or they know if they they can maybe get an extra tip or add added to it, you know. They, there are those people where I, I had no problem tipping extra. And, um, you know, there are some cast members that would take it liberty like, oh, I'm a cast member. I get to stay in the extra tragic hours. And I had, like, no tolerance for that, you know. Yeah. They would flash the badge like, oh, can I get on the ride? And I'm all like, nope, you can leave the park. And they're like, no, man, I'm a cast member. And I'm all like, oh, really? Let me call my manager. And they'll call, come here. And they were like, not cool, man. And it's all like, sayonara. Like, yeah. I had a problem with, like, cast members breaking, like, those extra tragic hour or yes. stay late for the party. And it's all like, nope, I paid for those, you know, amenities or those perks. It's like I and that was across. The, I really didn't meet too many cast members that were honestly. I didn't run into that issue too much. Cast members too much. Yeah, I, I dealt with that because I worked nights, or I worked the parties, and you, you you would see it, and you're like, nope, sorry. It's like, how do I know you're not gonna get me fired? Like, you know, because Disney has those undercover like security guards, and yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so... Perks. Perks. So you get in the parks. Uh, one perk is your family members can get into the park. Yes, that's great. Not nice. all the time with you, but a certain Sometimes. amount. Yes, uh, they changed the rule when I was a CP partial, partially, but basically you get guest tickets by the number of hours you work. 
Yeah, I think we got like five or six comp tickets or something like that. I couldn't remember how many. It's been a while. I think it was like six. And you can keep them for a while or some would expire. I think mine, I could be wrong, but I believe you had like six six groupings. So like, for example, like you can do up to five guests per grouping. And so I could invite at least you know my entire family one per day without wasting all of my tickets for one park one stay you know they could go for the whole week for my whole family so yeah i don't know if that's still the same thing but that's the way it was for me back in my day yeah i mean back i mean this is of course before reservation so i don't know what it is currently with the whole new systems and reservation systems but yeah they changed it to where you just get like one park hopper ticket for like a number of hours and i'm sure they have that kind of program set up where guests or nobody wants to go to the park by themselves all the time you usually go into the park with friends and family that work for the company but friends that come to visit i mean you're gonna get at least one week's worth of you know passes for your family to go, I think, while you're working there. I don't think that, that aspect would change. Did you ever get those friends that found out you were working for Disney and tried to... Yeah. That suddenly started talking to you out of the blue and you're, like, wanting for tickets or to get in for free? Yeah, I got that. A couple of friends growing up. It's all right. I have no problem. Yeah. The thing is that Disney will, like, if you sell your ticket, your comp tickets, you'll get fired. Yeah. I remember somebody was all like, I got them in to the park and he's all like hey man here's a hundred dollars and i was like no 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 like i made it oh wide like no i don't want this enjoy your day like i'm like there's cameras watching us (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're everywhere have you seen mickey's ears they're huge (laughs) that was a big rule is you could not sell your comp tickets and technically a rule was you had to be with your guests yes at all times Now, that rule is always broken. Oh, no. You're like, walk in the park. You're like, have a good day. Walk and right back out. <laughs> um, yes. Definitely. And then, as far as discounts on merchandise, guests cannot use your discount. No. And you have to be there. You have to pay for you it. You have to run the transaction. Yeah. You have to pay for it. Because I think I ran into an issue with, like, I think mom and dad, they they wanted to buy something at Downtown Disney. And, you know, they had the money. I didn't. And so they're like, here, give your son the money. He'll run the transaction, and then he'll get the discount. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I love it when the cast members (laughs) walk you through how to beat the system. You're like, okay, all right, this is how this works. Yeah. Yeah, and so... If you are going with cast members, bring cash, <laughs> buy them dinner, uh, be nice to them. <laughs> no, and one of the perk was mom and dad got to go to Disney, what, 2007, and she got to go, they got to go three, like two or three times when I was there, and then we went and visited you, Jackie, mm-hmm. so I mean, those are, I mean, trips to Disney World are like 10,000 or more a year, I mean. Or, or a yeah. trip. So, I mean, I mean, 
if you add that up for mom and dad, that's like fifty thousand dollars right there on trips to Disney. Yep, it's a lot. You know, getting tickets and and the discounts and and while you're there as a cast member, you accumulate so much merchandise. Like yes, and that's how Disney gets their money back. Yes, <laughs> that's that's why you know you 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 join the Disney College program. You're pretty much free labor for Disney because they know every money they give you. You're giving it right back. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'll take this piece of plastic that looks like the character I love. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I'm going to buy all the merchandise at the attraction that I work at. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah, you, you fall for that every every single time. Yeah. I still fall for it. I'm like, mm, more yep. Haunted Mansion stuff. Yep. Please, haunted thank mansion. you. I still get all the Tower Terror t-shirts and things like that. I know, you get to the point where you look at your closet and you go, I, all my shirts have Disney on it. <laughs> Certainly have. I'm wearing a Disney shirt right yeah. now, so that makes it... It's like, yep, that's true. Um, so those are some of the perks. Um, I guess other perks is it's a magical place to work. It is nice to go there and escape. When you work there, you don't feel obligated to stay there all day. You only go there for like two, three hours, and you're like, wow, that was great. You ride the rides you want, and you leave. You you, you start experimenting and doing weird stuff in the park. Like, hey, Peter, this, this is a family show. <laughs> not, not going that far. Uh, no, so like one day I was all like, I'm going to go to the Magic Kingdom and sit in front of the castle all day. And I literally sat in front of the castle for, like, six-plus hours until I'm like, you know what, this was enough. You know, you just do things without that pressure of being like, well, I have to get on Space Mountain, and I have to get on Pirates and Haunted Mansion. No, just, I'm just going to chill out, people watch, and enjoy the atmosphere, and do things that you would never do if you were to pay full price for a, a ticket inside the park. I agree. Yes. You certainly go to more restaurants than you, you. You experiment all the restaurants and you know where to eat, you know the right snacks. Um, I would visit hotel lobbies and just sit in the lobbies. Contemporary um, on their convention floor has the best couches ever to take a nap on. Oh, yeah, I remember those couches. I'd go to the Wave and eat and eat yeah. there. Um. So, yeah, you get to just do things with no pressure of, like, oh, I spent this money, and I need to get my money's worth. So like, yeah, we there, was, there was even a day where I walked in, and I go, I don't want to be here, and I left. Like, I didn't even ride Same. a ride. I walked in, and I walked down the street, and I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't, don't want to be here. I'm, I'm going back home. <laughs> and, and that kind of leads you to like one of the negative things you stay there and then you get kind of bored with it yes and there's a spoiled. burnout factor yeah you get spoiled where you're like Meh. you become like a snob you become jaded you can be, yeah oh. when it comes to lines wait times absolutely you're like, you're like mm, no not worth it 20 minutes for buzz lightyear no walk on or nothing <laughs> it's it was it, i got to the point with rock and roller coaster i rode that ride like probably like six or seven times in a row and then the line hit oh no 
it's a 10 minute wait and i'm gonna go do something else now <laughs> like, it's just like ridiculous how spoiled you get when it comes to wait times for certain attractions my ties worth more than this <laughs> right it's like, oh i guess i'll do something else i won't ride this for the eighth time in the last hour Yes, you just, you get that burnout from riding rides, you stop riding rides, where it's like, you ride it once when you first there, and like, oh, I went to the park and I did all the rides, and then you're just like, never doing that again. Yeah. Like Buzz Lightyear I did like once, and I was like, nope, never again. Because the one at Disney World's not very good. It's not the same as Disneyland's. I would say like, my first half of my program, I would go to Disney as much as I could, then towards the second half of my program, I, I spent a lot more time at Universal. <laughs> the forbidden... How dare you. The I park that you. shall we not be talk. named. We don't talk about that here. <laughs> Please join us for our other podcast, the Matterhorn Yothers of, of, uh, of Harry Potter, you know, like <laughs> no. the wizards of... The wizards of the... The Matterhorn Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Or Harry's uh, frozen heads. There we go. You know. Yes. It's like you pluralize something singular. Yes, the Lone Rangers. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> now working. So, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So working your standard hours. Usually, if you're a full-time employee. Eight hours. Would, yeah, forty hours. Yeah. A week. If they're crunch, they'll. If you're full-time, they'll squeeze you down to thirty-two. Yes. And that's what was going on um, prior. Yeah, so I saw a lot of hours cut when, uh, at the end of my program, because that's when Shanghai Disneyland was about to open, and the Disney was cutting down on budget, and they were really taking that out on, like, the hotels and the resorts. And so all the full-time employees had to go down to, like, 32 hours and all the CPs um, went down to 30 hours which taking that part of rent out of that too didn't leave you much money. Oh no, you, it was like, I can't remember how much I was making. It was like It was like a hundred bucks, bucks yeah. a week. It was like it was 80 very bucks, little. yeah. Um, so towards the end of the program it got tight because they were cutting down hours and they sent a lot of the CPs that got into hotels and front desk and concierge to quick service. That makes sense. That's yep. the one question they always ask you. They're like, when you do the college program, like, oh, are you willing to work in uh, custodial or quick service? And your answer is always no. No, 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 no. I will work parking. I will do anything else. I will not do those things. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I, want to be a slide operator. No, yeah, we work at a at a, at a, a life as a lifeguard. Um, no, I had heard when that was going on, Jackie, with the throttling of hours, that you were seeing a lot of cast members. <laughs> they were crunched. They were doing um, they were doing Uber, and so they were using their if people were hiring Ubers from that worked at Disney so that they could get people into the parks for free. They'd Uber in, don't have to pay for parking, mm. and they get them on and off, and they knew how to get around the property pretty well. And so yeah. I heard they, 
I heard they had to come up with some way of uh, managing that. It's like when cast members were that. using their, um, if they had a, an ADA pass, and people would hire them as like their guest service person, and they would just go with the family and use their pass to get them on and off rides. Rides, and I that made it like that made it to like the New York Times. Somebody wrote an it article did. about family. That, that's when they completely like changed their entire policy on how that works, and you know they made it more difficult for. Yeah, sadly, they made it more difficult for those guests that need it, but it was a needed thing because it was just being abused too bad. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the abuse, and I was just... I, I followed the rules to yep. a T. People you be like, oh, you read the name, you're like, okay, where's Tim Johnson? Oh, that's my dad. He's over there. He's not writing. Okay, well, you can go through the regular line. Well, we get this pass, and it's like, Sorry. You know, Tim Johnson has to ride the ride. So Tim Johnson come around and be like, this is garbage. I don't want to ride this ride. You don't have to ride the ride, sir. I'm sorry. You know, and just that was your way of really deterring people from, you know, manipulating right. the system. Because they have to be like, I'm going to go to guest service. And I'm like, you can go to guest service and they will point to you in the highlighted marker right here that you must be present when this pass is utilized. I can't change the rules for you, sir. That's not right. fair. Yes. So let's, uh, any other pros we want to talk about being a... Oh, no, let's go into why it sucks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I thought we had already started that portion well, of the discussion. Well, we kind of dipped in. <laughs> that was a pro, Peter. It's a pro. <laughs> Telling guests, nope, you don't get to use your pass here. <laughs> oh, pro is you don't get to work as much here. <laughs> well, I must say, there are some pros saying no to cast members. It's not. Oh, to cast members? Or no, not to cast members, to guests. I enjoyed saying no uh, when I knew I now. was right. <laughs> it doesn't matter, because they start to yell at you. And so this transitions to, like, guest interactions. Uh -huh. Guests are mean. And we, we've discussed this in yeah. our Yeah, guests behaving episodes. badly episode. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, some of the guests treat you as the enemy, as like Dr. No, ruiner of vacations, and it <laughs> yep. really weighs on you. I've had people totally demean other uh, cast members, myself. I've seen people scream. Uh, I really um, was disgusted by, uh, what is it, the American tourist there. Yeah. You... That's what was the, dis not foreigners. Foreigners were very respectful, mm -hmm. uh, but the... The American tourist was very disgusting working there. Yes, that you got to see some awful behavior by people. I mean, common phrase, of course, was always like, you ruined my vacation. I mean, every cast member has heard that. And you're like, you want to do the little cry tear. Oh, you're ruined vacation. Oh, no, poor baby. Yeah, no one cares. Oh, I make minimal wage. Oh, I really don't care. Yeah. There is definitely a romanticized uh, thought process, especially from the eyes of guests, when it comes to the cast members working there thinking that like oh these guests are solely here because they want to make my vacation the most magical experience which most of the cast members there they just they got a job they need to get the job done to pay their bills and you know they like Disney yes. most the only reason you work for such a low pay 
and 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 some fun benefits. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's because it's Disney, and you, you believe Disney. in Disney, right? You know, no it's... other company creates that mystique of like I work for Disney yes. and the magic that comes by. No one goes like I work for GameStop. Or I work right. for AMC. There's, 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 there's no romanticization of any other workplace minimum wage sort of location you, except for Disney. Like Disney, yes. they, they know how to make it magical because they sell it to you as, as a cast member. You are going to make dreams come true. You're going to be there to help that little girl run up to... Mickey in front of the castle when no one else is around so that they can have their magical moment. And you're like, of course I want to do that. And you do get those moments to give those magical moments, which are amazing. Yes. But it is a job, and you deal with the day-to-day grind of typical things that you deal with at a job where you're the bottom of the rung, you don't really get respected by management. You have to follow everything to a T. You, you, you always have to smile if you, uh, you know, if you're not in a good mood. You not know, if you're at the haunted just... mansion. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. Tower of Terror. We got away with like you, you. We could get away with it, but not to managers. An extent. Managers would say, we're not the haunted mansion, so you need to smile. <laughs> so then I would do my creepy smile, and it says, well, you're, you're please, not wrong. Please stop. And I'm like, please stop. Oh. <laughs> well, and working in the front desk and in hotels, um, there was, at the time when I was working for the company, there was this commercial where uh, Disney was putting across everywhere, and it was like as a guest goes out to a cast member at a hotel, I think it was like at the Grand Floridian or something, and they're like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this, and this, and she was like, okay, there you go, and they're like, oh, how do you do, and you show that she has like fairy wings, and she can get everything done that you want. I hated that commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because (laughs) guests would actually come up to me, and they're like, where's your fairy wings? I've got it. It's right here in my pocket. <laughs> Obscene, blurry image comes out with, on your hand. Yeah, no. No. Um, yeah. And, I mean, there would be times where, like, guests would come up to me and they're like, um, can I get another Fast Pass? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I got it before. Yeah. The, the whole I got it before or I want a magical moment on oh, demand. Oh, yes. Oh, can I have a magical moment? Can I get a fast pass for Seven Mind Train? And I'm like, you can't ask for a magical moment. <laughs> nope. You can have happen. a magical moment and get in the standby queue with everyone else who's having a magical moment. <laughs> Look, it's the magical moment queue. You guys are having a magical moment. You hate me. Continue on. Isn't it magical? Yeah, you get really clever with how guests are, and they just, they, they're like, that's not funny. And you're like, it was to me. I thought it was pretty good myself. I and my cast member second. next to me thought so too. My manager's giving me a look. They're not happy about it. Oh, well. Uh, and that's another topic managers. They will throw you under the bus. Oh, yeah. I had one where I first met them all like, oh, I don't trust you. I can just tell. Like, it was initial, and my judgment was right. I could not trust him. Yeah, he was 
Well, there's, there's managers, and then there's what is? Are they the coordinators? Is that what they're called? Yeah, coordinators. The the coordinators. So managers, Co- they they you could deal with managers because for the most part, they ignored you. It's the At coordinators. Night they do. It's. The coordinators are the ones that are micromanaging everything. Um, yeah, because the they're trying to get into the manager position. <laughs> Correct. They're they're trying to suck up. They're trying they're they're trying to move up the long, long ladder of long and yeah. It's 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 a difficult path to go on the manager path when working at a Disney park or for I like Disney in general. I like my coordinators because the coordinators came from the regular cast member position. So I liked them all, and most of them were like coordinators in training. Um, so I knew them. Uh, after being there for like two years, you knew all the coordinators, and they knew you, and they'd give you a break. And um, So Maybe the benefits of staying there a long time, mine were, <laughs> mine were really cool. And like I said, I was there for a long period of time, and so... You'd help them out, and they help you out, and you develop a, a friendship and relationship over time with these coworkers, and so the relationship it becomes more of a friendship more than like oh you're my superior or you're my manager type, and so I never really had any issues with my coordinators. I thought they were all cool, um, so I, I I had a different experience. And I, I would say that, like, one of my locations when I was in Bell Service, I didn't care for management. But when I was at Animal Kingdom Lodge, I had no problems with the management there. So I think it's, of course, based off of location. Yeah, managers, for me, working with them, you could tell the ones that are genuine, and you could tell the ones that were just, like, they were, like, they were Disney cast membering a Disney cast member. And that's yeah. what I was just like, oh, stop. It's gross. Stop doing that to me. <laughs> I yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> well, we're just having a great day. And it's all like, oh, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just be real here? Because we are real people. And Yeah, I know. That was, there was some where you're just like, oh, they're coming over here. Uh, what are the four keys again? <laughs> <laughs> They come up to you like, the four keys are this. I'm not asking you that. It's like, oh, good. I didn't know the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, you don't know safety? It's... And you're like, yeah, it always eludes me. <laughs> the managers tend to always be very busy. But when they're not busy, they, they do go hunting for cast members. That's this, this is true. Get off the wall. Don't talk to the cast members. Sit there. You know. Uh, I, Which is... I have this one moment where... Um, I was working at I was working at Kadani Village, which is like the smaller like DVC resort at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And it's a small lobby, and they had this thing where like they wanted the front desk agents in front of the desk. They didn't want us like stuck behind the desk all day. They're like, okay, if you don't have a guest in front of you, you need to be in front of the desk, and so. And you're supposed to, like, create magical moments. And so there was, at this day, there's no one in the lobby. It's 3 in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) It's just in the afternoon. No one's in the lobby. There's no one to talk to. And the manager comes by and says, like, what's everyone doing behind the desk? Get out behind the desk and go up front. we're like, 
what are we supposed to do? And so <laughs> all of us had a roll of stickers to pass out. Oh, yeah. And the there's like, I would say there's like six of us standing in front of the desk, huddled, talking to each other because there's no one else to talk to. And then we would see one kid and we're all like attacking them with stickers. Here's magic, kid. <laughs> ah! I'm lost. <laughs> It's only four in the morning. Hello, kid. Magic stickers. I'm lost. Where's my room at? Here's a Mickey sticker. You're not lost. Your parents are lost. It's pretty interesting what uh, Disney Resort cast members will create with Disney stickers. We make crowns and tiaras and armor with Disney stickers. So. And that's one thing. Managers can kill magic. So when I was working at... Uh, mission space there was things position called space race where you got to recruit people um to play this this game and you got a little console and you got a screen until you have one team against the other and it's fun and you know depending on how much they participate doing the games that contributes to uh how fast their ship um excels in the game and so it's not it's not predetermined the guests could control it but the thing is People get off the ride and they're like, they don't think, let me play this interactive game. I want to go and ride the next ride. But so I came up with this theme where I was narrating what was going on in Space Race. And I was like, oh, here comes Blue. Oh, this guy messed up his game, you know, made it into a game show. And the manager's like, oh, I love what you're doing, but you got to stop because it sounds, because it's <laughs> unscripted. And so at that point, no one wrote Space Race. They like came out going like, you're not supposed to deviate from the script. And so you just hear cast members going, Space Race is starting in the next 20 minutes. Anybody? Anybody? I have to talk like this. My manager told me so. As the manager walks by, anybody want Space Race? It was just, you just throw it in their face like, you're making this suck. It's you. It's true. There are those moments where managers will be like, oh, you have to follow these rules, which can brew in some magical moments. It really does. So let's kind of go on. We'll go on to pay and benefits. Pay's not good. You don't work there for the pay. It sucks. <laughs> I worked there for three years. I I only had 40 cents more an hour. I started at $8, and when I left, it was at eight forty. And I mean, that's tough. I mean... You end up having people with like four or five roommates in a two-bedroom apartment. People are double stacking. Uh, you just you just see people get crushed by like living there at Disney. They have yes. raised the the minimum wage there now. It's I believe it's now at fifteen. Um, Jeez. So that just changed. So that's that's recent. Yeah, I think so. when I was working there it was like eleven. But you were in a different position. You weren't in, like, front desk gets paid more. Or did you get paid the same while you were? I got paid the same. Well, that's nice. Yeah, the pay was really bad there. I think as a CP, I was making, like, seven sixty an hour. I think and mine it was, was, like, six fifty. I think that's what mine was. It, it was, was it was really low. And the way they based it off is like, well, we're basing it off of what tourism attractions or tourism theme parks pay their employees in the area. Well, the other theme park's based on what Disney's paying. So that's right. just like snake-eating-snake situation where you're like, wait a second, I'm getting, I'm getting the, the, 
I'm getting shafted here. This isn't fair. Like, well, and eventually people and who would work for a lot of cast members who would start as you know college program. They would start working at Disney. They would you know love their program. They would stick through. They would become seasonal or part time, full time. And then realize that Universal paid a little bit more. Yeah, yeah so it was like a dollar fifty more. And honestly, would... from what I've heard, Universal treats their employees better. Oh yeah, they yes. gave them like turkeys during Thanksgiving. Like, here's a turkey. Yeah. It's like my friend was like, "Dude, I came home with a turkey." You know what Disney gave me? Toy Story three. <laughs> I can't eat Toy Story three. I can eat a turkey. <laughs> it was it was silly like. I, five years was the mark for Disney employees that come up from the college program. If you stay longer than five years, you're, I mean, your chances were like 50-50 from like retiring there. Uh, but most people, they, they leave after five years. And that comes up uh, real quick. How was your transition from going, how was it different working there as a CP to being a full-time employee? Uh, it's different because you don't, you no longer work night shift. You work during the day, and as part-time, you work whenever they want you to work. But you, you you set parameters like, hey, I've got school on these days, so I can only work these days and for these hours. And so they, they do work with you on your schedule. It is like a, a, a bidding, like when you go for full-time, it's based on seniority. And so they'll ask in order what days you want off. So most the people that work there for 20 years, they don't work weekends. They're mm-hmm. off Saturday, Sunday most of them and the rest you're just like i just want tuesday wednesday off or monday tuesday something like that um and it works yeah and with disney how they do their seniority is it's your seniority working for the company overall so you can jump from location or different position and still keep your seniority rank so if you've worked there for so many years you can still keep your seniority rank um, at a different location. And so an often question when you start as a cast member is all the uh, older individuals will come up to you and be like, what's your seniority? Yeah. It's this like position of privilege of like, oh, they yeah. Throw, they throw up their arbitrary number that they have, which was interesting because I, I had like three people on my at my attraction that like had been there for like day one years you know like been there since the beginning of the of mgm studios even opening and like they've they've never worried about getting whatever they wanted yep like i said there was miss joe in the other episode where she had her own break room because she was there from day one and yeah um so let's go and let's wrap it up and we'll go individually why we don't work why we left the company why we left the company peter why don't you start okay so uh a decision came uh i mentioned before that like when i went to go work for disney uh, i didn't really have a plan as to what i was going to do after high school so this was basically my plan after high school and then the opportunity came to like, okay, are you going to extend? Are you going to stay? Like, what are you going to do? And, you know, I 
had a feeling and uh, that feeling was I needed to I needed to leave uh, so that I could prepare myself to go serve a religious mission which I previously talked about which I did and I um, which again no regrets it was a best decision of my life to do that um, but you know it was one of those things thinking about my dreams growing up as a childhood you know I'm gonna go work for Disney I'm gonna go be an Imagineer and so I thought this was my lead into that whole new world of possibilities oh how young and naive I was um, <laughs> uh, realizing that 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 path that path to becoming the Disney guy that spends his next 50 years working inside the park I didn't wasn't sure if that was the path I wanted to go down um, and so you know it's something that me and my wife we talk about when you know one of these days we might end up moving to Florida and when we retire I might decide to go work at Disney again as a nice retirement job uh, so that I can take my family to Disney World or I can just go to Disney World on my free time uh, sort of thing so it's it's something that like I don't see this as a possibility for long-term sustainability for me and my family right now but down the road when I don't have to pay a mortgage and I'm just covering for me and my wife uh, yeah sure I, I'll, I wouldn't mind going back and picking up a, a nice job riding a car on Main Street or something simple. You gotta do 20 years before you get to pick up that yeah. car job. I know, I know. Be a greeter <laughs> and bell service. You can get away with a lot. <laughs> How about you, Jackie? Why, why do you not? Why did yeah. you, like, your hospitality, Yeah. you're at, like, hospitality mecca right there. Why didn't you stay? Yeah, so you would think that I would stay working for Disney's hospitality major, ho hotel industry, like, prime example. Got to, well, first off, the hospitality industry in Florida is very competitive. Um, before, like, when I got my degree, people were like, what's a hospitality degree? Do, do you work in hospitals? And Yes, go away. <laughs> yeah. And, but then when I went to Florida, it was like, everyone had a hospitality degree. I mean, it's such a common degree, and everybody wants the same thing. So, like, if you want to work for Disney and work for management, the it's very competitive. Oh, I had managers that were making like forty thousand a year that had master's degrees and like German literature and, and and you know just different like marketing like MBAs and just like you're working as a manager and you can make more working at a Costco manager. It's just like you you bought into the Disney dream. Mm -hmm. Here you are. Yeah, and I got to the point, you know, I was coming towards, I had extended my college program, I, I loved it, and I got towards the end, and I had an option to extend like a couple more months if I wanted to, or um, I could try to go part-time, full-time, seasonal, that's kind of like your next step. After it takes it, about like, a good like six months to a year to get in and I knew a lot of friends that were trying to but because of like Shanghai Disney it was tough 
to go full-time, part-time, or to get a professional internship. Um, it was just a really tough thing to do at that at my time. And, I, you know, you come to a point and you look at uh, your co-workers who've worked there for many years. That's usually the case. You look at it and you're like, I don't want to be like you. And you go <laughs> and you look at, you know, this person's been here for five years. This person's been here for ten years. This person's been here for twenty years. And they've done all the positions, you know. And you look at them and you go... Do I want to be where they're at? And the truth was no. I <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll pass. Your and... life sucks. I want a different life. No, not true. Some of them love their job. No, they love their job, but man, they could get so negative. They were yes. so jaded. Um, for me, they would just. I had to leave working during the day to work at night because the cast members that were full time became yes. so negative yes. to where I needed to be around like the CPs that are like, oh, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, you're the best. <laughs> As opposed to like, I hate Donald. <laughs> they like flick their cigarette butt back to the magic. You know, you're like, oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. it, it's very true. You, you always saw the, the full timers. They were, they, their breaks uh were always in the outside areas in the smoking areas uh, and they always complained uh, about their lunch break being late my lunch break's 10 minutes late you know cps are like i haven't gotten a lunch break in four hours you're like oh right. boy union be all over that but you're a cp sucks to suck <laughs> yep pretty much yeah so you know you look at your coworkers and you see you're like, is this where I really want to be in this many years? And another part of my decision was I was not in love living in Florida nor living in California. Yeah. Those are just two states that I just do not have the desire to live in. I lived in Florida, of course, when I was working at Disney World, and it was tough. I had never been in a, a location where I had to focus on where am I getting my water source because the water... Like, the tap water is disgusting, and I've gotten sick from the tap water. And I so, got sick from the tap water, too. Like, we both had, like, this stomach... Yeah, the stomach bacteria. Yeah, we all, like, get these stomach pains, and, yeah, it, it hit both of us, and, yeah. And so it's just, like, I never, like, knew how, like... I really had to focus on where am I getting my water source, <laughs> which is a privilege living in America. <laughs> this is coming from people from a state where water is life for us here yes. in Arizona, where it's just like, where's my water? <laughs> um, so I just knew that long term, it wasn't the right fit for me. And that's the main reason why I decided not to work for Disney. Oh, I got so burned out. I was just done. I my my I had a relationship there. I I did the whole fall in love as a college program person, stayed, you know, pursued the relationship. The relationship ends, and then you're like, you do some life thinking, like life orienting like decisions. Where it's like, I was finishing up my associate's degree, so I was gonna do a direct pass into, um, you know, go to UCF, University of Central Florida. You know, I, I was going to, I jumped in a hospitality major to, uh, I don't even, I just got my just straight AA. I just like, I just need to get an AA and then I was going to do teaching. That's what I was going to do. I was going to become a teacher there. 
you know, and I just was looking around Florida, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to be here. What is here? What is so great about this mm-hmm. place? And that was a determining factor for me. It was like, I, I got really nothing here. And so I bounced, and I was like, oh, I'll go back home and, you know, give the home state and city uh, another run. Um, would I go back to Disney World? Uh, I think I would go along Peter's plan. If I, if I, if I needed a job to stay busy... Um, it was fun. I mean, I would see people on oxygen tanks going to Magic Kingdom right. to work in the plush yes. replenishment center. Like, it's like, what do you do besides just like don't fall over and hurt yourself? Like, it's true. When you become when you're working with the individuals that are just there, retired and just working for Disney for the benefits, they're hilarious though. Oh, they're they funny are. because they're they can get the away with anything members. because oh. the managers. We'll try to correct them, and they're like, nope, not doing that. According to the management book right here, it says this. And it was hilarious <laughs> to see them throw their words right back at them. <laughs> and one yeah. uh, co-worker, you always said, his catchphrase was, not my job. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call a manager. That's their job. Yeah, that's... It, it, it just got to a point, and I, the, the be- big benefit of working at Disney was the being in the park. And there was a point where it's like, I didn't want to be there i just mm-hmm. was so burned out you know and i just got disillusioned but like the guests were mean they were getting meaner or i was just getting more agitated with them and there was a point where it's like i'm done i'm out i don't need to go or be there that's something we didn't really talk about the magic being ruined um for you you know mm-hmm. there's just certain moments where you're just like oh that's ruined my life my my childhood uh mm-hmm. watching certain things happen backstage you're just all like oh look as uh miss piggy pops her head off and it's a dude and kermit the frog pops his head off and it's a girl you know it's just like this is weird are you, you writing or you're riding the bus home and someone's got snow white makeup but right. she's got blonde hair, and you're just staring at her like, <laughs> what is wrong with this reality I'm looking at? I don't get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think, yes, as longer, when you work as a cast member in the parks, um, the magic does go away, or you get tired of going to the parks over time. Um, That's but, where that five-year mark goes. Look. Well, that you've got to really believe in what you're doing. Yes. And the mission of Disney. Um, and those and that do love their job. And oh, they do. Yes. Those managers, when they are fully in, they're just, they're, those are the good managers. Yes. Even even managers or just regular cast members. The ones yeah. that, like, they, they understand, they believe, and they want to be a part of it. Like, those are the cast members that you see in the commercials. Those are the ones that have that good reputation amongst the annual pass holder. Dis- Super Disney fans, they always talk about the, these certain cast members. Are, those ones are the best. Yeah. Or the ones you that know. have the blue badge. Yeah, the legends. The, le- le- yeah, the, the legends. legacy. Is yeah. it legends? Legacy. I can't remember. Yeah. It, it, you got to believe in it, like with any other kind of company's mission, and um, it, it's fun. Like I said, I always recommend it to people, for shy people, you know, young teenagers that are, are just trying to figure out where they want to go or be doing a college program, 
and learning those customer service skills and learning how not and like once you do a customer service job you learn how to treat other human beings in those positions and i think that's uh, something valuable that yes. our 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 at least american society needs is to learn how to treat other human beings and not to throw tantrums like people yell at people on the phone you know who are taking the phone calls to manage your accounts they didn't make the decisions why are you screaming at them mm-hmm. like these are human beings treat them as such these are not you know barriers or walls or obstacles for you to scream at to knock down so yeah i, I it was it was eye-opening working there and I've, i certainly treat people in customer service a lot different yes and i think kind of wrapping things up at least for me i definitely enjoy being a guest at disney over working it's still fun to go to the parks. People it, always ask, yes. oh, it's, it's the magic room. It's all like some aspect are, but I, I appreciate what is going right. on and what is provided still. And I just take it. And there's a lot of work in the behind the scenes and backstage that brings you that magic that you see. And as a working as a cast member, you learn to appreciate that. A queue management. Opening up queues, closing it, organizing it to get guests to flow in. Yeah. That, that's 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 huge. And so, as uh, we are going to end this episode, just a word of advice: please be kind to your cast members. Please be kind. Rewind. <laughs> be <laughs> kind to those cast members. They are not working for a lot of money, and they are working really hard on their job. So be nice to them. Yeah. Be nice. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a magical day. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Matterhorn Yodelers. Please remember, before your bobsled comes to a complete stop, to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember... Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. <laughs>